Unbound Theatre presents The Chronicles of Professor Chronomier The Cottage on the Moor Written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson Chapter 12. The Scientists Certain that Astrid's pursuits had, at least for a time, been successfully deterred, the Professor Astrid and Evie sat themselves down on the rocks atop the ridge. From here, Astrid could see the familiar outline of the cottage sitting down in the valley below, and beyond it, the hill where they had landed. Evie leaned heavily on her walking stick, the exertion of the afternoon beginning to take its toll. The professor, too, was embattled and worn, but was resolute in demanding information from the old woman. "'I've been to the archive,' the professor said in a cracking voice. Evie flinched at the words. "'It wouldn't show me exactly what happened last night, but it told me who was in the laboratory with you when Bill was murdered.' A tear ran down Evie's cheek, and Astrid felt a great sense of empathy swelling inside herself. I know about the archive. I know about the gateway, the professor said firmly. Now, you will tell me everything you know about Lorelei and why she was in your cottage last night. Evie opened her mouth to speak, but the professor continued. No more lies. I want the truth. Evie closed her eyes for a moment, dispelling her tears, and then began to speak. Spans ago, before the great devastation, Bill and I worked for the Earth Administration on a project called Operation Noah. There had been all sorts of attempts to stave off the inevitable collapse of it all. Great planetary shields to deflect solar flares, matter displacement, artificial atmosphere controls. All came to naught. In the end, all that we wanted was to protect the archive. Astrid felt a flicker cross her mind at the word. What archive? she asked. The greatest compendium of information ever assembled, the professor explained. The story of our universe and everything in it, from start to the imminent end. Fedus, Astrid shrugged. Sounds valuable. We thought, even if our times come, perhaps there was another universe out there who could benefit from it, Evie continued. Somewhere it'd be found and accessed. So you developed the gateway to try and cross the dimensional barrier, the professor concluded, and her casual familiarity with such concepts caused Astrid to frown. The professor spotted her reaction. I picked up a fair bit of knowledge from the archive before it jettisoned me. Most useful. By the time we'd got a prototype built, there weren't many of us left, Evie explained. And then the devastation came. Whole cities wiped out. Entire species. Our research facility was on the coast of the Atlantic block. Just before everything collapsed, they teleported Bill and me here with the equipment. She looked up at the horizon. Used to be an outpost for weather pilots long ago. Like nothing we'd ever seen before. Even knowing what had gone on back home. We loved it. 
Once again, tears welled in her eyes. We really did. Astrid placed a hand on Evie's arm as the old woman sobbed. The professor simply lowered her head for a moment before muttering her next question. Tell me about Lorelei. She said she was sent here with you. Evie let out a dismissive laugh. <laughs> Lying little bitch, she spat, then checked herself. It were me and Bill sent out here, nobody else. We tried to finish off the gateway, but even before we came here we'd had trouble getting it to work. Bill, oh, he became obsessed with it. Couldn't bear the thought of the archive dying along with everything else. Worked every hour we weren't sleeping. And what of you? the professor asked. Trying to punch a hole in reality takes a fair old bit of energy, Evie sighed. I knew. I knew it needed more than this world had left. A lost cause. It ought not to have been. Doesn't seem fair, does it? Weren't ourselves we were trying to save, just the record of it all. But I knew it weren't to be. There's an ancient hymn my father sung to me when I were a girl. All things must pass, it said. All things must pass away. Best leave it be, I thought. We tried, but then... Bill thought he'd made a breakthrough. It worked? Astrid asked, eyes wide. It activated... Evie recalled uneasily. Just for a moment. Not long enough to complete the transfer, but something came through from the other side. Lorelei, said the professor. Astrid looked out at the valley and saw in her mind an image from one of her visions, the shadow in the vortex spilling darkness into the ether. There we were, trying to send a message from one dying world, Evie recalled, and we let someone through from another. The odds of it. She was looking for a new home. Weren't best pleased when she found this one was as doomed as her own. What was it she wanted from you? asked the professor. What did she come to the house last night for? We realised she was a scientist, Evie explained. Belle thought she could help finish the gateway. Said if she did, he'd help her go through and find another home. But you said there wasn't enough what's it left for it to work. Astrid frowned. Bell was convinced there was a way around it. I reckoned he'd have burned everything that was left just to try. So off they went, fixing it up and running tests. Like a giddy child he was. What turned her against you? The professor asked. One night, Bill, stupid bloody man, told her about the archive. Told her everything about the research and what we've been trying to do. Oh, she loved that. Insisted on seeing it. That was before it was hidden. She was infatuated with it. Bill gave her his key so she could access it whenever she wanted. By now, anger was building in Evie's face. She said she'd take it with her if Bill got the gateway open. Oh, we thought it was marvellous to begin with. Someone determined to help instead of giving up like he said I had. Then he realised. She pushed him too hard, started to get angry when the experiments and tests failed. Mania. By the end, even Bill could see it. See what? asked Astrid. Imagine stepping out onto a brave new world, barely a tenth as advanced as our own, said Evie. Imagine being the only person with knowledge far in advance of everyone else. 
be worth a pretty penny, wouldn't it? Especially if you was careful how much you told them. You could keep back knowledge of vaccines until plague made it all the more valuable. Pedal off a few equations to one power block and a few more to another. Weapons and intelligence and strategy sold to the highest bidder. She didn't want to save the archive. She wanted to use it. She thought if she strolled through the gateway into another world, she'd be a damned god. The professor watched the old woman sob tears of anger, but continued her questioning. So you hid the archive? In the end, Bill knew it weren't safe for her to be near it, so he hid it in a bunker the weather pilots had used. Bill kept her busy with the gateway while I sorted out the security system. She was furious when she found out, realised we were trying to stop her. Bill threatened her, told her to stay away from the cottage. I thought that'd be it, but the mad old fool kept working on it. Still reckoned he could send the archive through. Then, last night... It worked, the professor theorised. She came back demanding the archive keys. Said she'd send the scavengers on the moor to rip us apart while we slept. Proper little mob she'd stirred up there. We argued and then... Then the gateway started to work. Belle had been tinkering and must have... Oh, I couldn't believe it. I didn't want to, but there it was. It opened and... Oh! She broke off with a gasp. It were all there. Stars and systems and clouds of dust every colour of the spectrum. It were... It were beautiful. Really, it was. But it couldn't stay open long. Bell closed it so he could fetch the archive. Then they argued. You heard some of it, I know. Evie looked over to the professor, who nodded gently. She told him to give her the key and he refused. So she... She killed him and damaged the gateway for her trouble. She deserved it. Then she heard you upstairs, took Bell's key and ran before she could make me give her mine. So you sabotaged the gateway's control panel in case she came back, the professor surmised. All things must pass, sobbed Evie. But if we're to have had our time, then that wretched thing won't take what little's left. Astrid put an arm around her, and the professor looked away, stony-faced. Somewhere in the distance, a sound like thunder rumbled, ripping across the sky. All three women followed the noise across the valley to the cottage. Light was streaming through the windows, and, it seemed, between the cracks between the stones in the walls. A beam of energy engulfed the house and shot up towards the sky, which was turning black as light appeared to be pulled down into the tiny dwelling. Clouds were swirling, and all around them daylight was being drained away. Evie stood and let out a cry. What is it? asked Astrid, as a fierce wind built up around them, rushing, as were all things, towards the cottage. It's the gateway, Evie gasped. She's opened the gateway! The Chronicles of Professor Chronomier, The Cottage on the Moor, an Unbound Theatre production, written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson, with music by Kevin MacLeod. <laughs> <laughs>